Well, a lot of those injuries suck today. That's no fun. Um, I really, really hate it when we see uh, injuries in the playoffs, especially with big name players like Ja, like Giannis, and, and like Hero. So I know Hero's probably going to be done for the playoffs unless the Heat make an insane run. Hopefully, Ja and Giannis can return because, like I said, I'm super excited for the playoffs. I do not want to see any injuries at all. Plus, like those are three of my favorite players. I love Ja, I love Giannis, and I love Hero. So hopefully we can avoid injuries for the rest of the playoffs. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. We're going to be talking about the two-game NBA DFS slate on Monday. If you are a or if you are first-time viewer, my name is DK. Um, I cover content for DraftKings and for Prize Picks. Prize Picks. If you have not heard of them, they are the sponsor of the video. It is a player prop site where you build. Uh, you can build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and win up to twenty-five x your money. Um, they have basically every single sport you can think of as well. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. I'll have a link in the description below. And more uh, content for uh, DFS or prize picks. You can also check my Patreon if you are interested. It's been a phenomenal run uh, in the playoffs for me to start for DFS. Um, won $600 three days ago, $250 two days ago, $350 last night. And right now looking decent. Um, with four guys to go, NAW, Jeff Green, Conley, and Cat. Um, I had a low-owned Tory Craig smash, low-owned, a relatively low-owned KD went crazy. Westbrook, if he could have had an average shooting game, I would have had a massive night, but three of 20 shooting from him. And then my question here is, how did the Norman Powell faders know that he would play career low in minutes after he's been playing like 30 to 35 minutes a night? How about 15 minutes? When he's actually playing well, too. So I, I don't understand how the faders knew that would happen. Um, but yeah, it should be a solid night uh, for me. We'll see where exactly I finish. But that's the recap there. Prize pick so far 3-2, and two, so solid day. If Kacken over his rebounds to stay out of foul trouble, it'll be a good day 4-2 and two overall. Um, all right, so let's get into it. And just looking at the pricing, I will say this is the first uh, slate so far where I think you can definitely get to these studs. Um, if you're playing like a lot of lineups, you can get to them with high exposure. Um, the pricing is not as restrict restrictive as it has been um, with the play-in and, and playoffs so far. So I wanted to start off by saying that. But we'll start with the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, the price points look good on these main guys. I mean, 7-7 seven, seven for Bridges and 7-2 for Dinwiddie. Feels pretty cheap, right? But I'm going to say that about a lot of teams. It's like everyone kind of got a price decrease. But yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie, I think he's going to play around 40 minutes. He basically played 20 first half minutes last game. Um, he's a guy that will basically their only true ball handler, probably going to give you close to double digit assist. He does feel a bit underpriced, as does Bridges. Like these two main guys I like. I think Bridges plays close to 40 minutes in competitive game. He's their go-to guy offensively. So um, I like Dinwiddie, and I like Bridges. I will say, though, too, the Golden State-Sacramento game is going to be played at a much faster pace than this Brooklyn-Philadelphia game. So um, this game will be played at a slower pace. But again, a lot of these guys are priced down. Claxton at 6-6, kind of just fine with it. Um, if he stays out of foul trouble, I think he'll probably play mid-30s minutes. There definitely is foul risk, though, going up against Embiid. Uh, Cam Johnson at 5-8. Eh, eh. I think it's like a reasonable last piece in. Should play low-30s minutes. Um, I think I would just rather spend up a little more, though, to get to Dinwiddie or Bridges. Value-wise, I think Royce O'Neal is going to be pretty popular. He's been playing pretty solid minutes off the bench. I expect him to play probably close to 30 minutes. He's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. And at this price, I think he's going to be a pretty popular value. I think Dorian Finney-Smith would be like your GPP pivot. He's been struggling a bit of late. But we've still seen a couple games where Finney-Smith has had decent games where he's played 30-plus minutes. You know, 34 fancy points here, 38 fancy points here. So... I think Royce, even though he comes to the bench, is probably a bit more optimal. However, 
I will say that I think you can use you could utilize Dorian Finney Smith as a GPP pivot off of him. Um, and then one intriguing value play. I mentioned him uh, last late as a pivot off of Okoro, and that worked out in a big way. Was Dayron Sharp? Now here's the thing: Dayron Sharp is really the only backup big that they have. They can't go small against Embiid, and Claxton is foul prone. So at close to min price Sharp, I do have interest in him because if you get the game where Claxton picks up two quick ones or just gets in massive foul trouble, Sharp could destroy this salary. So um, I definitely have interest in him for tournaments. And then to round out the rotation, you should see a little bit of Joe Harris and a little bit of Seth Curry. Um, I don't know if it's enough for me to get to either of these guys. I think I would, if I'm going to take a shot in one of these punt plays, I would rather take the shot on Sharp and hope that Claxton gets in foul trouble. I'm moving on to Philadelphia. So Embiid did not have the best game last game. The Nets tried to double him every single time he got the ball. Um, but still, in a competitive game, I think he'll play 38 or so minutes. So have Anderson and Embiid. It'll be interesting to see what his ownership comes in at. Um, Harden had the much better game. I think he'll be more popular. Didn't have the best shooting game and still went for 50-plus fancy points. I think Harden may be a little bit more optimal, but um, I want to see where you know Embiid is projected for ownership-wise tomorrow. If you if we get you know a two-game slate where Embiid's not going to be that popular, then I'm going to fire him up in GPP. So definitely ownership will play a big factor there for what I want to do with the main Philadelphia guys. The rest of the starters kind of got a price, de- price decrease as well. Maxi at 6-7. He should play mid-30s minutes, mid-to-high-30s minutes. I think he's fine, to, as is Tobias Harris at 6K. He should play low-30s minutes. I'm not going to prioritize either of those guys, but they're fine filler plays. P.J. Tucker should play mid-20s minutes. Kind of had an outlier game last game with five steals, so I think I'll probably prefer other value to Tucker. Um, you'll see DeAnthony melted in the rotation, probably around 20 minutes. Um, just a tournament play for me. And then I'm not sure if I get to anyone else. Paul Reed will play the backup five. He'll be productive when he's on the court. I would say he's relatively similar to like Dayron Sharp as a play. Um, however, I'm more, or I think there's more upside with Sharp because um, Embiid not really super foul prone. Um, so I think if I'm going to take a shot in one of those, you know, good point per minute backup bigs, I think I would rather, I'd rather go to Dayron Sharp. Um, Value wise, uh, McDaniel's so. Last game, he played like mid-teens minutes. Probably not enough for me to get to him. Um, Niang also played a bit. Um, I guess he's an okay punt play. And then I don't think Shake Milton played until garbage time. Yeah, he only played garbage time. So that's it for Philadelphia. Let's move on to the, the last game here, Golden State-Sacramento. This was the game that I'm the most... This is the series I'm the most excited for. I think the Kings can win the series. I said that since the beginning. Um, they won game one. I just... Yeah, I'm really excited. I love this Kings team. And I think it's just a fun matchup. Um, so... Golden State price points are down on some of these main guys. Steph Curry at a sub 10K price point in a game that, you know, is going to be played at a super fast pace. Didn't have his best game, to be honest. Um, had 30 real life points, but only finished with 41 fancy points. I definitely like his upside in tournaments. Um, Sacramento did sell out to the stop to stop them defensively, though, with that box and one defense, which led to more shot attempts for these other guys. Clay Thompson didn't have the best shooting game, um, but played 37 minutes. Sub 7K price point. I think he's a really good play in the mid-range. As with Draymond Green, I think Green a little bit safer than Clay. He can do a bit more of the peripherals, but Clay has the higher ceiling. But yeah, I like both these guys a good amount here with Clay and with Draymond Green. Wiggins at 5'9. I want to see the news here. Um at a solid game, did a four blocks. I'm only really gonna expect that. But if he starts and is not at a limit, then I really like him. If they bring him off the bench again and they're gonna take it easy on his minutes, then um, I think he's more of just a neutral play. But again, 28 minutes last game, that's a decent amount. I think they said 20 to 25. So they played him more than what he's expected to play. Jordan Poole is 5'7". He's questionable. Um, I think he'll play, but 
will monitor the situation. If he does play, he's a fine tournament play where like, I think on average for pool with a, with a healthy team, we're probably going to see like low twenties minutes, but if he's playing really well, they could extend him. Um, and then a pool misses, I think you get more run for like DiVincenzo and Gary Payton um, and maybe Andrew Wiggins as well. Um, I think DiVincenzo would probably benefit the most if Poole does not play. Looney at 5-2, so he started and played 32 minutes. If we're getting 30-ish minutes from Kavan Looney, I think he is underpriced as well. Um, so a lot of these gold, main Golden State guys are like DiVincenzo, uh, more of just a filler play for me. If Poole misses, I would like him a lot more. But I think we're going to see around 20 minutes from him, a guy that can stuff the stat sheet and has been playing better of late. And then Gary Payton, he saw solid minutes, 20 minutes now the last three games. Another guy that can kind of stuff the stat sheet. I would say, like, DiVincenzo and Gary Payton, basically the Spider-Man shift. Like, they're almost the same play to me if you're going to give them 20 minutes. Guys that can stuff the stat sheet, like, almost the same price point. So, I think those guys are almost identical plays. And then you did see Kaminga play a little bit, played 10 minutes. But um, with Wiggins back, um, I don't think I can get to him. Um, maybe maybe if Poole misses, you could see a little bit more run for Kaminga. But that was really it. Um, I don't think anyone else will get out of the rotation unless Poole misses. Like, maybe you see a little bit of, like, Moses Moody or something. But... Um, we'll keep an eye on the news. If I had to guess, I would say pool plays. Finally, Sacramento. So price points also down on the main guys. Sabonis down to 9-3. Fox at 8-5. It'll be really interesting to me what the ownership is on these main two guys. I have a feeling that Fox will get more ownership based on the last game. Another thing is for DFS in the playoffs, you can take advantage of recency bias in a big way. It just plays more of a, more of a factor in the playoffs. Um, 40 minutes for Fox. He completely took over in the second half where Sabonis really struggled shooting shot 5 of 17, still had an okay game for shooting that bad. So I think both Kings, uh, the main guys, I like in an up-tempo game. Um, and this will be another one where I'm really curious what the ownership's going to be. Like if Fox is going to be like double the ownership of Sabonis, I'm going to fire up some 9.3K Sabonis. But yeah, both the main guys I like. Mid-range options. So as I've said with Sacramento all year, usually what happens is whichever one of these wings is struggling, they will bench. And that happened to Keegan Murray last game, right? One of five shooting, only played 16 minutes. Monk had like a massive game off the bench. Um, but it could be Herter. There's games where they've benched him. There's also games where they've benched Harrison Barnes. So there's always risk with these wings. I would say most likely, the most likely scenario is what happened game one where they limit the minutes on Murray and Monk gets extended a bit. But there's no guarantee of that. We have also seen games where Malik Monk with De'Aaron Fox out playing like five to 10 minutes because he can't, he's playing awful and can't hit a shot. So um, I'm also really interested to see what the ownership is going to be on Monk because Monk was a bit overowned, I thought last slate and um, had a really nice game, which is, this is Malik Monk can do this, but Malik Monk can also do this, right? Where he really, really struggles and can give you like a floor floor game. So I like the ceiling on Monk. Um, and I think most likely he's probably gonna play mid twenties minutes, but if he really struggles, they can go elsewhere. Um, Barnes, I think of the wings, is probably your safest bet. I would say I'd be pretty surprised if he gets benched, um, but not really like a massive ceiling. I would say last game was usually like kind of his upside, 30, 35 fancy points, but I think he's pretty safe. Herder shot awful, um, 3 of 12, but um, he's a guy that has a little bit of a higher ceiling than Barnes if he's really getting it going. So I like the ceiling a bit more on Herder, and only 5K is reasonable. And then Murray, I would say, probably is your riskiest. But, like, there's still a chance that Keegan Murray plays well and they play him, like, mid-30s minutes and maybe, like, Monk gets benched or, like, Herder gets benched. So um, that is the tricky part with this group of, like, Monk, Barnes, Herder, Murray. And that's why ownership's going to be really, really important. Like, if no one's going to play Keegan Murray tomorrow, if he's going to be really, really low-owned, I definitely will have some interest in him. 
And if Malik Monk's going to be like 60% because last game, I might fade. That's, that's what I said. Ownership's going to be a really big factor with guys where minutes can fluctuate, production can fluctuate. And if everyone's in group think, and you know, after one game, go one direction, I'm going to go the other direction. Um, so hopefully that kind of explained it with the Sacramento Wings um, and just you know, kind of the GPP mindset. All right, uh, to round out the rotation, you did see Trey Lyles have a good game in 18 minutes. I think he's going to play 15 to 20 minutes. Last game, definitely an outlier. Don't expect 16 real-life points for Trey Lyles, but I think he's an okay punt play. Um, Davion Mitchell also played a bit more than I expected. He uh, played 22 minutes. Not really the best point per minute guy, but is 3.4. And then Alex Lund played relatively well. He was the backup big. Um, he's not a bad point per minute guy, and he's only 3.1K. So I would say Len is similar to like Paul Reed and similar to Dayron Sharp, but... I think the ceiling is probably a bit higher in guys like Len and Sharp because Sabonis somewhat foul prone and Claxton definitely foul prone against Embiid. So Len and Sharp are, are pretty similar plays, in my opinion, of guys that most likely will only play like 12 to 15 minutes. But if the guy in front of them gets in foul trouble and they get extended minutes, they could smash. So Len, very, very similar, in my opinion, to a guy like Sharp on the slate. And that's it. I think that's that's everyone's going to play for Sacramento. So That'll wrap up the video. I know it was a shorter one, but only two games. Hey, we got big contests, though. 100K to first up top. Definitely excited for that. Um, so I really appreciate you guys for watching. As always, keep an eye out for the prize picks video all up after this. Um, good luck, and we'll see you in the next one.